0: Hey y'all, this is your girl Amber, and this is Reaching Your Potential. In this episode, we are going to discuss travel therapy. And I think this is a really cool topic because I am currently in it. <laughs> um, as I mentioned before in the past episode, I did leave my full-time sniff job and transition into travel therapy, and I will talk about the reasons why I did it how is it going and some tips for you in terms of travel therapy if this is something that might be interest of you all right so let's get started So travel therapy. I think travel therapy is amazing. Um, There's so many pros and cons. A lot of people think that travel therapy should not be done after grad school, which I thought was to be true. Um, I was a little bit nervous of doing travel therapy way out the gecko because, one, I didn't want to really travel out of state and just travel and do all these other things and not really have the confidence in terms of my clinical experience or my clinical reasoning, things of that nature. So I honestly, for myself, I didn't start doing travel therapy until at least six months or actually close to a year of doing OT. But I have heard people that did graduate and go straight into travel therapy and had great experiences. So it's really based on you. You know yourself, you know your confidence level. If you want to go for it, go for it. If you don't, it's totally fine. So the reason I got into travel therapy or how I learned about travel therapy is basically from my old job. I had a co-worker who was doing her travel assignment at the time at the facility and she was there for a certain amount of time and she was kind of telling me about how much she liked it and things of that nature. So if you never heard about travel therapy before, I will explain. Travel therapy is basically where you are providing your skill care services to a facility that needs the assistance. So whether they have people on maternity leave, maybe the facility doesn't have enough therapists to treat the patients that are at that facility so they need the extra help, things of that nature. There's different reasons as to why different agencies and facilities will hire travel therapists. And for the most part, travel therapists are willing to travel anywhere to get the job done. And the nice thing about it is that you usually get paid more for your travel contract because you're there for a short period of time and you're kind of getting yourself out there, right? Like your risk, I don't want to say it's a risky thing, but in a way it's kind of like a risk because you're going somewhere that you've never been before and you already made a contract that you will perform OT services, PT services, respiratory therapy, therapy services, nursing care, whatever some type of service for a certain amount of time. And you may never have heard this place before. You may be in the boondock somewhere. Like, it really does depend. (laughs) But not all travel assignments will be like that. But I'm just saying that in a way it is like a risk. But you are getting paid pretty well for a short period of time. And I think that's one of the key things I liked. But also the main thing I did choose travel therapy was because of the flexibility. I have other things going on in my life besides OT and I did not want OT to take over my life. I also love to work out. I train people on the side. I also have some other projects going on in my life. So I felt like I couldn't do a full-time job where it felt like it was overwhelming for me. Not getting paid as much, and in a way I had to kind of pick one of my passions over stability. And I didn't really like that. So I felt that travel therapy was a nice happy medium because I was able to figure out where I wanted to go for whatever time. My contracts are usually about 13 weeks long, and that's kind of where I start to get a little antsy anyway to like go somewhere else. So I thought travel therapy would be perfect for me. Also, I really did like that before my contract started, my recruiter would ask me what dates do I want to already tell the facility that I will not be working. And I think that was beautiful. Because usually when you are a full-time employee at a facility, you have to plan your vacations and your time off way, way, way in advance. And the sad part is, and I'm not doubting anybody that does this, but also, I, and I thought this was kind of sucky. Even if you plan to be gone or away for a certain amount of time or a certain date, you had to talk to your other co-workers to make sure they weren't calling out that same time too because they didn't really want therapists to leave at the same time, then there'll be no therapist treating the patients. So it was a little rough at times where you knew that you wanted to be off at a certain time because, hey, maybe it was your birthday, maybe it was your kid's vacation break or something and you already planned this whole thing and then maybe your director said like hey you can't do that because Sally over there is taking off so you can't take off that day. So like I didn't like the idea of somebody telling me I can't do something especially when I already made the decision that I was going somewhere and as I said before I'm not doubting anybody that's doing this or you know things of that nature. But in terms of my lifestyle, I love to travel. I like to do other projects that I have for myself. So that was a barrier. That was a hurdle that I needed to overcome and figure out a solution to it. And I felt the solution was travel therapy. I started my first travel therapy assignment in January. And I was in New Rochelle for quite some time, but it wasn't even a long period of time. So that's actually a con for travel therapists sometimes. There are times where you may have a contract with the facility, you already planned everything out, and then things change. There may not be a need for you there anymore. So that's when they will start to transition you somewhere else. So that can happen at any given time during your contract and that kind of happened to me during my first one so my first contract i was only there for two weeks and they started having some more permanent therapists coming in which meant that they didn't need me anymore so because of that they took me out of that facility and moved me to another facility that was a little bit quote unquote, closer because that facility that I first started in, I had to pay toll every day to go there. So in a way, it was a blessing in disguise because I did not want to pay $14 per toll. Like I just didn't want to do that for 13 weeks, which is about three months. I didn't want to do that. So I was it was a blessing. <laughs> so I ended up going to another facility and I did like that facility a lot. I loved the rehab team, they were amazing. Everyone was on it and they had a lot of therapists there. So it was to the point that sometimes when there were so many therapists and not enough patients, some therapists could take the day off and I always volunteered because I was like, you know, I don't need to be here, I'll take the day off or I'll do half a day or, you know, something. So I really loved that flexibility. If things came up, I just told the main or the lead OT or the director, like, hey, I'm not going to be here, blah, blah, blah. And there was never any argument or there was no argument about it. They just took it. They're like, All right, cool, no problem. See you when you get back and call it a day. So I really love the flexibility with travel therapy. I think it's something that really helps keeps my mind sane because I used to be very anxious to talk to the director and tell them like, hey, can I take the day off? Can I have these days off for vacation? Knowing I have the time, (laughs) knowing I had the PTO, but still something in me was still nervous that they could say no. You know, and it sucked. So I didn't want to experience that anymore. So what I did was change to travel therapy, have the ability to choose the dates in advance of when I was not going to work, or even if things came up, I would tell the director that like, hey, I'm not going to be here this certain day, but maybe I can do an extra hour somewhere else, or I'm just not going to be here. So I really do love the flexibility piece. Now there are some cons to travel therapy, and what I would say is that my top con will probably be if you don't work that day, you don't get paid. Usually if you're a full-time worker with a salary and stuff, at least you will get a check or a similar check each time, but because you are contract and you are working on an hourly rate. If you don't work your full eight hours, if you don't work your full 40 hours, you will not get a full paycheck, which I have dealt with and I'm okay with that because of my other sources of income. So it, it does work out because I rather care about my sanity versus a paycheck, <laughs> like... It's totally fine. like if I want to go away for a weekend, I will take off a Friday and come back on the Tuesday or whatnot just to make sure that I can still enjoy my time out outside of work and still be a productive clinician as well. So far, I'm at another facility. I'm currently, in a small sniff and it's really small. So like, I really do like this one a lot. I'm a little bit past 13 weeks now and this one is my longest contract so far because it's a 26 week one, which is about six months. It's kind of long, but so far it's been okay. I've been able to deal with it and I'm okay and I'm happy there for now. Um, I'm able to stay there until mid-November. And my plan for my next contract will be going to one of the states I have my license in, so either North Carolina or Georgia. And I'm really excited to kind of see the difference between doing my contracts in New York where I'm home and then going somewhere else, like North Carolina or Georgia, being out of state. So in terms of tips... For travel therapies, my first thing for you is, is it going to match your lifestyle, right? So I know a lot of full-time workers, especially the one I'm working at right now, they say how, you know, being a travel therapist is great when you're single, and I totally agree. Like, I think it's great when you are single, if you don't have any kids, I think it's a It's a great route to go because you don't have anything, I don't wanna say pull you back, but in a way pull you back and not allow you to have that full experience that you really want. So if you know that your lifestyle can really match the travel therapy experience, go for it. I think it's really important for us to travel at a young age and to experience life now versus later because you just never know what happens. Anything can happen in life. Life is so short, so if you can do travel therapy, the younger the better, period. (laughs) Another tip I have for you for travel therapy is to keep in mind of what agency you sign up with in terms of those travel assignments. So for me, I do enjoy the agency I do work with at this time, my recruiter, really does advocate for me. And that's another tip too. Make sure that your recruiter is advocating for you in terms of pay because there are some recruiters that will not do that. They will just care about making sure they give you an assignment and that's it. But my recruiter makes sure that I get a good rate, um, And if I say something else, like, hey, can I see if I get a dollar or two more? He always shoots for $2 more or higher to make sure that I feel happy with my job. There are also agencies, too, that if you are moving out of state, they are there to help with housing in case you may need to look for housing. They will make sure that is all prepared for you before the start of your contract. So there are some benefits for travel. You just have to find the agency that works best for you. I do enjoy my agency because of my recruiter who advocates for me. I do enjoy the ability of them to find housing if I need it. And then also benefits. I think benefits are also very important and everyone needs to have benefits Unfortunately, I'm about to turn 26, which means that I'm about to be cut off from my parents' insurance. So I need to have some insurance to make sure that I am well-equipped if I get sick or dental insurance, vision, all that other stuff, you know? So I'm very happy that my agency has good benefits. And also, in addition to insurance, they also allow you to have a 401k in terms your retirement fund. And I think that is so important. And I remember we had the discussion in a past episode with, I had a guest, my girl Amira, shout outs to her. She and I had the discussion about budgeting and retirement funds and IRA and 401ks and all these important things that we may not know at first, but the more you learn about it, the better you will be. And even if you don't know about it, just start it. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like right now, I started my 401k with my job because they do have that retirement plan So why not use it, you know? And because of that, I get paid on a weekly basis, which is something I did have to get used to. But once I got used to doing it and kind of figuring out where my money was going, I knew I wanted to start putting some money away towards my 401k. And the great thing too about my job, which you should also check in terms of 401ks, is employee match. So employee match means that based on whatever you contribute, your employer will also match whatever certain percentage of what you contribute for from your paycheck into your 401k. And not a lot of jobs do that, but my job does. And I was very blessed about that. So because I contribute a pretty small amount, I only put 3% from each paycheck into my 401k, my employer is going to match me 25%. So it adds up. And I think that's something better than nothing. And for me being 25 and starting now, I think that's huge because I don't know when I'm actually going to retire. I I just don't know yet. But at least I know that this is one thing that I am working towards, you know, something great where I don't have to worry about getting money financially, if that makes sense. So those are just a few things that I do like about travel therapy in terms of the pay, the flexibility, the benefits, um still being able to have a retirement plan. Um, for the future. I don't know where I'll be in a couple of years, but at least I know that I am preparing for it. And um, just the experiences. I get to meet awesome people around the country, even though I'm just starting in New York now. But sooner or later, I'll be in other states. So I'm excited to kind of experience so much more in such a short time, which is gonna help me be a better clinician as well. So those are some of the great things about travel therapy. Of course, everything has their pros and cons. Just weigh them out, figure it out, and maybe you'll be joined in the travel therapy world soon. Who knows, you never know. All right, that's all I got for today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, definitely hit me up. You can DM me on my Instagram, or you can email me at.